You're listening to a DM podcast. Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale, and we're buddies of nearly four decades. And yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories, and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories, and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world. And have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Coming up now is Deb uh, Coffee. You're yeah, gonna absolutely yeah. she, love it. She's she's just a light that she's turns on. Queen. Probably a light that she's bloody designed. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. <laughs> what okay. hasn't she designed? Seriously, and honestly, Nicola, in those days when she was like deputy editor of Vogue, she worked with the Australian magazine, which is one of my favourites. Mm. You know, Sun Herald, Sun, Sunday Telegraph. She was really like she was a mover and shaker with style in Australia. And now, of course, she's interior, interior design. Interior, and she flips yeah. houses. I think she's yeah. flipped about ten houses. Houses. But yeah. with all that, what I it's like one of the takeaways with that too is that she's like her attitude. It's like if you change, if you flip a house and you move just down the street, it's trying. All of a sudden, you're in a new place and you see something with fresh eyes. So she just had a really great thread of a positive attitude all the way through. You know, very succinct with succinct. her interior and advice. Please. Things like I don't know sheer curtains and making yeah. house tips. warmer and small rooms put in a large dining room yeah. table to make it look larger, like. I yeah, don't know. Amazing, she's brilliant. Amazing. Yeah, you'll love her. And she's just her. she's just great she's value. Fun, yeah. relax, and it's, fun. and when it comes to age, yeah. oh my God, watch mm. out. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, well. watch out. She's another one just starting out in the sixties. Yep. I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. We loved it. Enjoy. Ciao. Here we are again. Here we are. <laughs> I love this and another Monday. Back <laughs> in the L studio home. We love it here the most. And we just happen to have a guest with us today. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah. going to welcome an amazing woman, someone I've admired for a long time, Deb Coffee, to Over the Back Fence. Welcome. Hey. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Welcome, Looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, you've had a bloody remarkable career, Deb. Honestly, uh, I was sort of reading the bio and going, really? Who does that in a little tiny lifetime? Only Deb. She's had a remarkable career within the world of fashion, lifestyles and interiors. Deb spent many, 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 many years helping all of us to navigate style through many a publication such as the Sun Herald, the Sunday Telegraph, Elle magazine, Cosmopolitan, one of my faves, the Australian magazine, Slicker as I love that mag, Vogue, just to name a few. Just to name a few. Yeah. <laughs> and now Deb, I really do believe, is is living out her true passion. She's now renovated over 10, Ten houses, houses personally yes. and has a stunning interior store called Manyara in Sydney where she guides all those budding renovators into a world of beauty. So, That's right. Deb, after all of that, I'm well, tired. Welcome. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Welcome I bet you are. Because that is so impressive, <laughs> yeah, Deb, really. It, you know, you are the style queen when we're lucky to have the style queen here. Well, it's funny because I used to not like change. And, I was, and I'm one of those people that if you say you can't do something, I go, oh, yes, you can. And I kind of figured out one day, you know what, change is good. And every time, even when you change your home, you actually have another street to live in. You, dro- you meet new people. you the way you drive everywhere is different and, and kind of it's rewiring your brain constantly. Yeah. I've never yeah. thought about it like that, that before. That is so and it does. true. It's like I've never heard that angle. It's, it's like a new adventure. Mind. And between our last houses, my husband mm. Ross is very long-suffering because mm. he puts up with the renovations <laughs> and he's actually very good at it. Um, we moved into the city and that was 
so so much. So fun that was a temporary and, thing. Why yeah, you were it was renovating. temporary, and yeah. we thought, well, we might even stay in the city if we like it. But we didn't like it enough to stay at this point. Because but it was a nice you, change. Of it's pace. a great change of pace, and mm. you just change gear with your brain. Well, you know what? I really understand that too, because it's like say you go away for a weekend or you go somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's great to get that new environment. But mm. when you're, that's a really positive spin to flipping mm. houses, or if you're in that interim period. And yeah, you can enjoy yeah. someone you wow. Yeah. And and also I think it's really important you should do things that are tangible because mm. we all need rewards. Yes. You know, we're like little puppies at heart. Mm. And if you do something you want to see results. And yes. you should always reward yourself. So if if we flip a house and we get a great profit on it, we'll always like buy a new car or we'll go on an amazing holiday. And that kind of takes the edge off all the pain that you go through. But <laughs> but with great. us, it's not pain anymore because it's it's kind of become part of our life and part of who we are really. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a challenge. It's, it's actually your new identity. Like, yeah. 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 Taking yeah, it back. Let's take it back. Let's go back to the early let's go days. Back. So how did it all oh. start for you? Let's did you just, go back. Was it cadet journo back yep. from, was that from school days? You yes. got a cadetship? Yeah. And I was one of the last cadets ever. <gasps> with That's the Herald like and it was just I, I kind of didn't really click in until I was 27 and one day I thought if I don't get a title soon I'll be on the scrapping <laughs> it was the weirdest thing and then that was when I was offered the job to I was a staff writer on the Herald yes. and then I was offered a job to basically be in competition to to the Herald go to the Sunday telly and I just loved it I loved working for Murdoch and News Limited. it was a wonderful experience any and experiences gr- with Rupert yeah. oh I thought he was the most charismatic man I'd ever met in my life. He was wonderful. Absolutely. In what way? He had an incredible charisma. The only disappointing thing was that I kind of always like to have say what I think. And he said, oh, how's it all going? And Peter Blunden, the editor, who was the editor, and I was the deputy editor, and he, we'd, we had no, we had a round table like we're sitting at now, a phone on the wall, about two or three staff, and then they had sent us to to London to meet the editor of the Sunday Times, and he had this big glass desk uh, with just. 21 commissioning editors, not to mention all the other staff. And so we, we were like, are you kidding me? Look what <laughs> yeah, we've really? got. And so <laughs> when, Rupert, when Rupert said, oh, how's it going? I said, it's great, Mr Murdoch. I said, we've got a round table phone on the wall <laughs> and no staff, but we'll get the magazine out. It'll look just like the Sunday Times. And we're talking about the Australian magazine. The Australian yeah, magazine. Is, yes, and then yeah. he said, he said, oh, that's what I love about you, Aussies. You really know how to work. And Deb, you were really in the days too with newspapers and magazines. That's where we got all our information from. You Every know, yes. now it's like, and that was yeah. a big deal. Well, we're and talking no it? social media, and it was, there was no a lot of internet. money around, and yes. there were yeah. events coming out of your ears. And, mm-hmm. and and once I got into being an editor, and you've got to really, and you were the editor of L. And also, you were. A well, I was the deputy editor of Vogue. Deputy but, editor, but mainly of Vogue when as well. I was at Elle. That's I a mean, huge position. You've, you've got to go. Incredible. You've got to go to at back three events a night yeah, to yeah. all your advertisers, and it was exhausting. Mm. But then I had to go to Paris to the shows. Oh, it was really shows. hard. That was <laughs> tough. That was that wasn't yeah. bad. So <laughs> you physically went to shows. Now physically. they just see them online. And were you I'm single sure. back in these days? No, I was married. No, I was married. I've just been with Ross for so 122 been years. Uh, since I was 19. So I won't say I how many years. Yeah, very long suffering. He's a good boy, but he yeah. And partnering photographer. He's a photographer, and he. He was and quite was, famous too. And Ross. at one point, mm. I, when I was on the Sun Herald, and he was on, he was working for News Limited before I went there. 
we're in competition with a lot of things. And so we never, there was no pillow talk. I, he'd be going on a job or going into state. And I, I wouldn't even say, where are you going? We just got into the habit of just not discussing work at all. Cool and even that? now, half the time I forget to say, oh, actually, who are you shooting now? Because I just, <laughs> oh God, that's I just, healthy, really healthy. Yeah, so did you meet on the job? No. Oh, well, okay. this is <laughs> yes. the most boring story you'll ever hear. We grew up in the same street. Oh, that's it's beautiful. beautiful. Well, they say yeah. marry oh, from your own tribe. So, hey, <laughs> wow. it's kind of maybe there's something to it. And Incredible. All these years later. Yeah. But yeah. it's good she's also had a, a partner in crime through it all, as in. Mm. Well, he understands the industry. You yeah. Know, yeah, of course. And it still crosses that's over. He still does, you know, shots for us for Minyara when we need to have some decent shots done of, of jobs or of you know, what we've got in the store. Um, I'm dying to de- delve into the interiors because I know that is your passion. Mm. But just sort of touching base again back to when you decided it was time to have a child. And oh. well, what, <laughs> tell us how, about that. Oh, Who that you was working, uh, working well, with? Well, why? We and in those days, mm. it wasn't easy to go, hey, I'm pregnant, I can keep working, mm. doing whatever. Well, actually, we s- sort of thought about it. I think when I had the job at the Sun Hill one night, we just said, look, yeah, let's start trying for a baby. And literally the next day, I was offered the job on the Sunday telly. Literally, no, <laughs> literally. And then I'm not <laughs> kidding. When we then decided again, when I was at the Sunday telly, I thought, look, kind of thought you should have a baby before you're 30. And then I was offered the job to do the Australian magazine. So I said, oh, well, there goes that one. And then the third time it happened when I decided, we thought, okay, this is it. Got to try and have a baby now. And then literally the next week I was offered the job as Edgevell. And so I just thought, this is really... That's a huge wow. This is too, It was three it? times in a row and I thought, obviously <laughs> I I'm loved not meant mm. to have a baby now. No. Got to wait. And then, then I think I'd been there for quite a few years and people like Helen, our friend Helen Warren, yes. would give me like a magnet saying, oops, I forgot to have a baby. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yes, I started to think, oh, maybe I'd better get on with this. And then when I fell pregnant, they, they had a lot of pregnant editors. That the, I was at ACP at the time, which is our media now. And yeah, I just thought it was really hard. On, it's tough. It, well, it's h- tough on, on your employees too. Yeah. Because, oh, absolutely. Or employer, employers. Because it, it costs is. a lot of money. Yeah. And I remember when the it art director had a baby, does. it cost me a fortune yeah. to replace her. Yeah. And then the new person doesn't know what to do and they make mistakes. And, and I could sort of see why they were kind of a bit Lovely she sees both angles. Because a lot yeah. of people yeah. don't. And I kind of thought, look, it's probably time and I can go go back. And I just for your first baby you've kinda of got and a little bit. How many children bit... do you have, Deb? Two. Two. Yes. So you've got a daughter? Yes. I got a daughter, Madeline, yes. who yeah. is an interior architect who's wow. obviously incredibly talented. <laughs> and Where did she get that from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, but she's very cool. She's mm. a naturally cool, gorgeous girl. And then my son, Daniel, he's just finished uni and he's he's very interesting because he's interested in life and everything around him and he's actually working or has been his uni job was or is still um, at Royal North Shore Private as a theatre assistant and he wow. sees every operation known to mankind and he, you know, he'll come home and if I'm lifting up some heavy marble table at the shop and he'll go, don't do that, mum. You should see what they do to you during back surgery. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Tell me, so with uh, when you had Madeline, like how soon after did you go back to work? I didn't really plan anything. I just thought Mm. I'll see how it goes. Mm. But 
I was getting kind of a bit crazy after yeah. about the fourth month. I think Ross came home one day and I said, oh, you wouldn't believe what was on the television today. And I started <laughs> on, oh, brother, I had this fascinating story. And then I said something else and he looked at me as if you've gone insane. That's I think you great. better go back to work. And then literally a couple of days That's later, so good. Um, oh, no, it was actually that night. Nancy Pilcher rang and said, look, would you like to do some consulting work night. for Vogue? It was oh, that no, night that he said, the line, Nancy, yes. and I've got Oprah on television. Yeah. Yes, oh, and I wow. just thought, oh my, yeah, it's synchronicity. It's yes. Things happen yeah. when they're meant to happen. And How so did remarkable. you just thrive going back to work? Because not oh, every so excited. that way. Yeah. It's a great like question some, because a yeah. lot of people, some women just can't go, cope. I never yeah. thought I'd feel this way guilt, and I never want to go back. No, I, I never had guilt. Thrive. Never. See, isn't that, I yeah. love your honesty Not that. for a second. And wow. this is also when you think 30 years ago when it, was yeah. even, it wasn't as easy for women to get the access for childcare like now. With Madeline, I had my parents help for a little while and then I had sort of different nannies and then I ended up with one girl Nikki who was incredible with Madeline and and you trusted her and I trusted her with my life and they adored each other and if I wanted to get Madeline to do anything I said I'm going to tell Nikki (laughs) don't tell Nikki (laughs) because Nikki was so firm with her but you know loving and she didn't really go to daycare till she was about four and a half Um, but whereas Daniel who was a crazy boy needed to go because they they love it they thrive on it yeah and And how's it changed so much now Back to those days too in women and fashion and style and to compare to what it is now, is there body shape difference? Is there how is it different sort of from back when you started in like in the fashion and magazines, what you see from a so from a, a woman's point of view, um, to how we're oh. presented now? I I don't think it's changed an awful lot. But then okay. you've got people like Lizzo who are being embraced by everybody. And yeah. I think that's a great thing, you know. Yes, yeah. I mean, like more plus size. And yeah, more plus size. And there's plus size models. More and acceptable, yeah. 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 I mean, even when I was in the industry, I just thought, oh, really? You know, that dress would look so much better if that model had breasts because women have breasts. Yeah. And then often designers would do their samples yeah. back then. So yeah. They were meant for embryos. They weren't yeah. meant for real women. 14-year-old sort of like modelling these sort of women fashion or Chanel suits, you sort of think that doesn't always look right does no, it you no. know, look well so you can't relate to it no you know no. It's, it's and, and it's not that age don't have the money we're the ones with the money to buy things That's like that because yeah. we'll invest in beautiful pieces but yeah. it's look, funny it has, you know because yeah. wendy heather my sister as you mm. remember those remember days her. she was amazing very much mm. but yeah. i remember her like at one stage i was helping run her shop in double bay and i do remember the majority of sizes that we sold were for, was 14. In my brain, right, because I'd never been in the fashion industry, all the sampling was in eight, mm. right? So the models, mm. the photography, everything was eight. And I could never correlate in my brain, why do we do that when the majority of the stuff we sell is 14 mm. or 16? Mm. Like, mm. how do they relate? Or is it a dream in one's mind? Oh, I can look like that, that person mm. who's a size eight. Or you just prefer, I, I mean, it. you don't want to look at a beauty ad mm. with someone with bad skin. Mm. You want the dream of looking at that celebrity who's been airbrushed within an inch of her life. And if yes. you saw her in real life, she would not have skin like that. But I don't care. I just want to buy the dream. Yeah, well. <laughs> Call me vacuous. Was that all happening but, yeah. back then, the airbrushing and the whitening of the teeth and the whole thing um, it in wasn't, the early days? It wasn't quite as easy to do as it is now because right. the airbrushing now, it's photoshopping. Yes. And you can do anything. Whereas anything. there it was... 
Yeah, I can remember whenever we'd get it, I'd run a celebrity cover and I had Claudia Schiffer and she actually had a moustache and I was like, she's not perfect, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Made my day. Made my day. I love that. Yeah, so she's they, close to perfect. <laughs> yeah, she's close to perfect and yeah. still gorgeous. Yeah. And what um, about reading magazines online? How do you – like, I, I love I, I was at the hairdressers yesterday. No. My girlfriend Jane was there and she was – hi, Dad. And she was holding a magazine like it was the Holy Bible. And I'm going, mm. let go. Oh, and we're like fighting over it. And I went, a magazine. Mm. Like, well, I think. Where is Hen's oh, That's true. Yeah. You yeah. don't see them even in a hairdressing salon, you don't even see no, them. Because like everyone's on their phone. No, they stopped on COVID. That's <laughs> what happened. Oh, During okay, COVID, they stopped. Really? And then a lot of them haven't gone back to it. Oh, but mm. I, I take, when I go to the hairdresser now, I take two magazines with me. And I love, I'll always love magazines. So I, I, do like, you love I love a magazine. magazine. Like, and I love a vanity fair. Turn the pages. Turn the pages. You know, it takes you away. Like, yeah. you know, it's just on a journey. And to me, it's a holiday thing too. And also, it's bigger. You pick up a few mag- That's magazines. That's so true. Don't you think so? And away mm. we go. Yep. It's, yeah. and I used to be, you know, with the airlines, with Qantas, and we used to have all the best magazines. And Take then, a few, huh? Yeah, and they, and there's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing in planes now. I happened to follow my handbag. I don't know how that, how oh, that how ever happened. That, how did that get there? <laughs> yeah, so it's just No, changed. but it's a little bit like the cinema. You know how when videos and DVDs came out and then the whole cinema industry died and now people are back into enjoying it and it's Mm. the same with online I think people like I hate shopping online because nine times out of ten whatever I get it's not what I wanted it doesn't fit it's it's the quality's Mm. not there and I'd much prefer to shop I'm a touch and feel person and but I think it's the same it's like now everyone's come back to going to the cinema and people are probably embracing shopping more once they get. With, I like once the comparison there. Yeah. I get that. And then the same with magazines. It'll yeah. be the same because it'll be it's experiential. It's, yeah, it's more like, of a treat. You yeah. can keep things. You can't. Yeah, you lose things. That. You see something online and then it's gone. You can't find it. Whereas, and even trying to read something small, it's not the same as having a really what beautiful yeah. chunky. No, I still you're a shopper, aren't you? You know, like you're talking to the wrong I person. Shop, but I still buy by um, some. Like, say, if I'm going out to some glamour events or something like yeah. that, I normally buy them online. Yeah. But for other clothes, shirts and things like yeah. this, I'll... You go shop, but go you shopping. wouldn't be hard mm. to fit them. You know, so, you know. oh, no, exactly. That's You'd true be a well good with me. With well, I sort of, if, you know this, if <laughs> I sort of know the brand, I know that brand, I'd right. fit yeah. that size, so I sort of kind of guess it. And that's normally, a, you know, if it doesn't work, then you can send it back. It might exactly. Be, I think it's great to sort of have to the variety, really, yeah. of, you know, both. So good and bad of all those years in the media. Yeah. Oh, look, it was in the very beginning, it was oh so sexist. Unbelievable. Oh, that's interesting. Very too. sexist in a funny way. Because when yeah. we talking I mean, about the 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. 80s yes, and 90s. 80s, yeah. 90s. And, and, yeah. and also you had a lot more freedom. People would you know, say you're, you're on deadline for a story. You know, they literally scream at you, where is that effing story? And you're trying to type out, you know, 2,000 words. And... Now they couldn't do that because no, that would be bullying. Tell me, you know, yeah, they can't say oh, anything. anything. Now. They can't say anything. You can't now. Look no, someone sideways. Was, no, without, you can't. Yeah. No, and you can't. Exactly. And, yeah. And I, th- I think probably, yeah, I kind of often say what I think to. I mean, people will. I'll just say no, no, and no, I'll come up with some blunt response, and they'll say, "Why don't you say what you th- really think?" And I said, no. and then I thought about it one day. I thought that's what I got from being a journalist because you just say what you think. You don't have time to mince your words, and it kind of gives you this confidence to just say what the facts are and that's it. What a great thing to, I think that's such a good skill because I think sort of when we've been interviewing a lot of, you know, women of our age group too, 
a lot of always was it's taken till we've got to this age to actually say how they feel because they just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't speak up or wouldn't say it. Where that's been a great thing for you, Deb, from yeah. and mm. would have been sort of from those early days of being in more of a male-dominated workforce there, and you're mm. under the pump and under a deadline. So you just have to stand up for yourself if you're going to survive, mm. and you'd say that, say it. Mm. And how did you go with raising a family and working? Was it sort of as the kids growing up, like, you know? Um, look, it wasn't hard because I have a really supportive husband who adores his children and oh, it was always half. And he, well, from the day we were married, I said to him, look, I really don't want to cook or I'm. And I cooked a few things and burned it. But I heard a rumour <laughs> that you like to clean. I love cleaning. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah! Wow! Yeah. I was like, "Wow!" But I've, but Where I, did that come from? <laughs> I love <laughs> cleaning. Nicker and I are like, "Well, yeah, no, I do necessity. love cleaning." Yes, like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, some people like it, some mm. people don't. I just have so it's relaxing. I guess I find yeah. it relaxing. I love gardening. Put the music on or yeah. just no, your own. I, yeah, yeah, I have. Moments. I just do it. Yeah. I just, twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like. I had a very messy mother. I need to ask Deb over more. That's right. No doubt. Yes. Oh, there you go. Deb said she had a very messy mother. And oh, that made that, that's me in, so miss, not that's like mess. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Not like mess. It drove me nuts. Oh, that's fascinating. And what yeah. star sign are you? We're always going to Yeah, Taurus. Okay. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. why I got she out of being stubborn because I thought I'd ask you. I mean, yeah. how wonderful you've been married to, you know, just since what? How many years? 30? No, we just don't go there. Yeah. We don't go yeah. there. So many <laughs> I was about okay. to say, I've lost count. We want to know the secret because, I mean, congratulations for having a long term marriage because not that many marriages always last. A lot of fights with couples were over money and in the very beginning, because I've always loved shopping. And I remember Ross would say, oh, how much was that? How much was that? And I said, look, let's just start where we want to finish here. <laughs> I don't want you to ever ask how much anything costs because I don't want to have to lie to you. Okay? And from that minute on. <laughs> wow, that's a good That's good. He's a straight shooter yeah. then. And he, he's never. He's respected. Now repeat that again. Girls, we all need to recite that. So. Yeah. Don't ask me how much it costs because I don't want to have to lie to you because it's you know that they're not going to oh, I was going to say, oh, it was on sale and I got 20% <laughs> yeah, off yeah, and then no. I got 50 oh, off. Oh, I've that. had that yeah. in the wardrobe like for ages. Yeah, or, is that you? The what? other good advice, which women really respond to when they say, oh, no, my husband will kill me if I buy that. And I say, yeah, but really, you know what? So what? He's going to yell at you, might yell for an hour. That'll be the end of it. And then you've got it forever. Mm. So just put up with the yelling and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> if life could be that simple, Deb, my God, like seriously. And like that. I yeah. think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Just put up for that small little bit of pain in long-term gain. Hey, you know? I've, got a little, I've, I've got a little birdie that went into my <laughs> ear and a, another mm. question from Helen. Mm. Mm. She said to me, ask Deb, what's her favourite shade of black? <laughs> <laughs> So Any shade. I just love. Any shade. I, thought, I wonder what she's going to walk in. Black. She's wearing black. black. Yes. But I did always. laugh. Yes. I oh, thought, no. and and it's sort of it's your signature look, or it's just what you adore. Yeah. Like, what well, is, well, for years I was about? into baby pink, like soft pink. I had okay. even our sheets at home were baby pink towels. Wow. Everything Ross still has a lot of. Pale pink perfect shirt. for Barbie. <laughs> yes, yeah. perfect Amazing. for Barbie. But I don't know. I some. I think once <laughs> I wore a black outfit that I absolutely loved, and every time I wore it, everyone said, "Gee, you look good in that." And I and then I thought, "Oh, and I bought another black outfit." Mm. And then I just got to the point where I just absolutely love black. Yeah. And, and I'll so go into been, a store. How, and how, how many years like, are we talking? Like black oh, been black since in your world? Probably since I was thirty-five. Isn't wow. that incredible? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. remarkable, and it's just such a Great colour. And I'd, occasionally I'll add a, 
like maybe a pop I'll, or I'll lash out with some navy blue. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'll be really game. Yeah. But I buy, I occasionally buy things, but then I just never feel yeah. right in it. And what about it tips for women in fashion? Like, you know, black is mm. sort of, you know, I'd say yeah, but I mean, must too, but is there anything a, else that you'd say? Oh, look, it just or? depends. But I think what you do is invest in good pieces and you'll always have them. I mean, this see this jacket here? This yep. is a Yoshi Yamamoto that is. Ross bought it for me as a present when I was pregnant with Daniel. Did you tell Ross so to buy it? So it's 24. <laughs> see, that's yes. an investment 24 piece. years and it's still perfect. See? And, and you, the fabric but you looked is after amazing. It. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't got any renovation dust on mm. it, has it? Nothing. What, what, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true, true, isn't I'll it? I'll clean that off. Don't worry. And what other pieces, what do you think, I say in your wardrobe to get, if you're going to go out and get a couple of investment pieces, is it a jacket? Is it a pair of pants? Always a jacket. skirt or jacket? Yeah, really good tapered pants. So pants that are flattering, you can have your big baggy pants, but the most flattering are when they kind of hug your thigh a little bit and then flare out because that's slimming. And then a nipped in jacket. Is always good. Always when you say clutching. nipped in, then so it's pulled like in at the it's waist. waist. Yeah, right. if you can have a little bit of a waist. I, could, yeah. I mean, you know, beautiful baggy jackets are fine. Yeah. But for longevity, yes. yeah. I suppose someone like Camille and Mark always do beautiful shaped jackets. I still want to know the longevity tips on your marriage because I'm very impressed. Um, oh. Well, I was just lucky, I suppose. Oh, he was she, very lucky, she, wasn't she, he? She loves no, to clean beautiful. any man with yeah, <laughs> She's beautiful and <laughs> never had blue eyes. Yeah. And then, and but that's I, lovely, and I, isn't it? Nineteen because you're I'm different. Beautiful. You're a, still a girl, really. At Nineteen. Oh, you're, you're a think baby. Of all the different stages. How many other boyfriends did you have before Ross or Rooney? Oh, not surfy boys. That was it. And then yeah. he was Mister Straighty One Eighty. But wow! Yeah, anyway, but he was just so sweet. He's, he's beautiful. Yeah. He's yeah. a lovely guy, and and he's the best father. So and, and, and it's important, t- girls. I think sometimes you got to when you meet someone. I often say to girls, like, oh, I just don't know. Do you think he'd be a good father? If you suddenly became terminally ill, would he look after you? Yes. That's the first two things I say. And then a couple of times I've said, oh, I don't think so. And I thought, well, pick up your bag and run, sweetie. Yes. And make sure they love their mother. Yeah. And he adored his mother. Yeah. And that's, Who said that? That's so no, nice. I don't know. No, I just – it's, it's true. It's really beautiful. Oh, no, so really make sure they love men, their mother. If they don't – if they have that. mother issues – all about that. Yeah. No, if they have mother issues, they'll have issues with you. They generally do. That's what I've found. Because often when girls are splitting up and he, he was never this to me, never that. And I said, well, what was his relationship like with his I've mother? I've heard that I've heard, I think that's wow. a really great thing. Uh, but it makes sense. It really yeah. does, because there's also an element of respect for women too. Mm. Ultimately, mm. like, and that's mm. well, that's so important. Yeah, it's, so yeah. it's beautiful. And lovely for you guided kids you through to it all, that. and yeah. now with with houses and flipping houses. And so and the, your passion, you went from like, how did you make well, that break from well, the media was, to? Well, I was. To uh, well, I went into PR for a few years. Yeah, a PR company called Hush Communications, and we that was know, huge. By we the were. Way. Yeah, that was business. a lot of work. Brands there. Oh, everyone from who wasn't. Probably. Yeah, yeah, David Jones, yeah. Country Road, wow. Fairfax and Roberts. We, yeah, we Biggest just did names so in many. Joyco Hair Care. We just did some for years. Yeah. And, you were and the, a lot of you, projects. You were the one to use, I remember. And oh, you've got to go to Hush. Yeah, mm. but then I got to the point. It's not with PR, you're often disappointed because you're at the mercy of magazines. And then when it got to the point where all the bloggers started and then you'd want them, you know, they were important. So they had to come to an event and then they'd want 50,000 to turn up. And I just thought, this girl can't even string two words together. I'm out of here. And and I was sort of I, kind of over it and I was doing a lot of renovating and helping people. And I just, 
don't know. It was you like knew. a star from heaven came yeah. because yeah. Manyara came up for sale. And, and this the is girl an who owns the shop. Yeah. yeah. And she That's... rang and said, do you know anyone who'd like to buy my business? And I went... Uh, yes, that would be me. And then when I hung up, I thought, gee, that was great. Were you still with Hush at that stage? Yes. yes. Wow, that's yeah. the big transition. I love mm. how you just yes. were so definite yep. about that. No, that's it's your intuition, right? It is. Yeah. It, it is. Me? You've got to listen. That's the other yes. thing. Always listen to your gut. You have got so many yes. wise yes. tips of advice there, Deb. But journalism does that to you because the thing is you've got to be a chameleon. You might, in, you might be interviewing a street sweeper one day mm. and – the Prime Minister the next. And so you have to adjust all the time and listen to nuances. And a lot of people don't listen or read between the lines. And so it helps you, kind of gives you a bit of wisdom because you're always analysing people and you've you've got like an hour to meet someone, interview them and then write 2,000 words on them and get it right. And so you have to think really fast and then you just become super observant. I always say to people, they say, oh, how did you notice that? And I say, I would notice if you had a back tooth cut. Yeah, you know, you don't don't miss a trick. And and that's great for interiors. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And also when you are a journalist and you have to write those pieces and you're under a real time frame too, that you have to get that down. very You have no time really to sort of like, oh, shall I write it this way or that way? No. Bang. You just think do it. it. And it makes you a lot faster at doing things yeah. for the rest of your life, basically. That's the understatement. On, especially on, I went on. On, on a daily newspaper. And then I used oh, to think, oh, l- I'd love to just retire to a monthly, you know. <laughs> Would yes, you like to write a great. book? You know, oh, yeah, yeah like to... I have got the title. It's Assholes I Have Known. There's a lot of <laughs> wow. them. <laughs> wow. Wow. so many bad people. Because oh I often gosh. tell stories about but people and everyone says, it'd be tell funny. Tell Why don't you? It'd be great. It's life. Difficult people. They're on every street yeah. corner. Very yeah. difficult people. Yeah. I think in life, you just have to be, if you're always open, things come to you. I the agree with that. The minute you close things off. Yeah. They go away. And the minute you become open and you become positive and, and, you know, I'm not positive all the time. I have to remind you myself. You could be an asshole too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> try not to be. Uh, on that but. subject, what, what do you do? What um, do you do to try and make yourself feel positive? Or, or if you're feeling sort of like, you know, overwhelmed. Have a gin and down, tonic. Yeah, I love that. Or do you oh, meditate simple. or do you, what do no. you do to get your oh, mind? Go shopping. Go shopping. Oh, that's, that's my great. meditation. No, no, I just have. What do you do? I would just have a gin and tonic, or if if you've ever got sort of issues with anything, you just talk to a friend. Yeah, Yeah, community. Yeah, just talk to talk to your friends. Just or get it out or whatever. But generally, I'm. I think if you're too busy, you don't have time to have issues Mm. because you're too. You know, we're sort of seeing people that have a lot of hang-ups and this and feel like. And I always say to them. Go to the spinal unit at Royal North Shore Hospital and see someone who's paralysed. Yeah. You will realise how indulgent like you, are. you yeah. are being. Stop it. Yeah. And then they, then they often snap out of it. Deb, no, I couldn't it, agree with you more yeah. too. It's sometimes it's sort of being, without being corny, but grateful for what you've got. Oh. And you have to put things into yeah. perspective. So the, the problems that you've got, and when you think of mm. real And problems, it is all relative. It, 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 does, yeah. it is relative. You know, you kind yes. of caught up in that. Yeah. You know, but, you're like in a world but you have to remind attitude. yourself yeah. that you are incredibly lucky and privileged to be where you are, that you're healthy, that you've got great children, you've got a great partner, you've got great friends. Don't lose sight of that. And so many people don't have that. So let's head back to Maniara. Like you bought that incredible interior 
shop that just came up. I came you up. Were open. Yeah, and so it was. I was just so excited. And and the other thing is, don't look back in life because people yeah. say, "Oh, don't you miss that?" No, say, and you never look yeah. back. No, never no, look back. No. And even Pack changing down. houses, they say, "Oh, don't you miss that house?" I say, "Oh, certain things, but but I don't think about it because I'm on to the next." Yeah. And you just keep. Go, go, and go. what's keep the point moving of keeping forward. on looking back on the past no. when you can't change it? You, you want to be know? a Freud follower or a Jung follower? Yeah, there you go. Just look. What, what's the per- point of regurgitating anything? You just go forward. And oh, that's it. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And so be present. Keep be on, present. Not rocket science. Be present. Be present. Rather than keep going on reminding back. ourselves yeah. that too. And if you're sort of thinking, oh, yeah. no, I'm mm. back in this track I think it was, again, which we all can get to sometimes. Yeah, what was it? Was it Eleanor Roosevelt? <laughs> if you live for today, the past and the future take care of themselves. And that's absolutely, so absolutely. True, it's another I agree. Thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful one. Mm. So interiors, mm. yes, yeah, so your love. Yep, it's wonderful. And, you, and it's, you, you just the best part of it is once you've helped someone with the house, and you might start with doing a sofa, then you get the chairs, then you'll put artwork up, and then you'll go down the hall and do something else there and put a console. And then by the time we finish, they're so happy. They go, I just love my lounge and I just love that dining table you made me. And they just get so excited because, you know, they might not have thought to do do it in that way at all if they'd just gone shopping by themselves mm. and they might have got the sizes all incorrect. And that's the thing a lot of people don't realise. They think they can do it, but then they get the proportions all wrong. You know, the rug might be too small yes. or or the table's not the right size, not big enough or not small enough. And even when people are selling, they do always do this wrong thing of doing a table. If it's yeah. a small room and they think, oh, I've got to have a small table and, you know, two or three chairs. And you go, no, we're going to squeeze the biggest table we can possibly get and put eight chairs and that room will instantly look bigger. Isn't yeah, that remarkable? And, yes. and they don't understand that. Yeah. Until you, and then it's you show them and they go, oh, my gosh. She puts a bigger right. table in yeah, yeah. with a whole lot of chairs and it mm. looks bigger. Yeah, I love that advice. It's great advice. Well, I sold a house once it was a big house but it had in proportion the lounge room was tiny and I had that jam-packed I had a three meter sofa I had two two meter sofas I had a big ottoman I had other chairs so when people walked in your brain subconsciously goes hmm sit 14 people there it's not a small room anymore simple and not one person said that there was a problem with that lounge room that it was small and when all that furniture came out of it, it looked small. <laughs> but tell us about sheer curtains. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my great love. Another, sheer another Deb signature. I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're so, especially if you've got a modern house. So what do they do? To, you were saying it changes the room. How does a sheer mm. curtain change a room? It, because if you've got very hard lines and then you put shears, and even if they're mm. not even pulled across, if they're just at the end, they oh, soften right. the like whole a frame feel. Or? Yeah. Like framing a painting. Right. Even if you you have a beautiful artwork and it's just on a stretch canvas, it will always look so much better if you just put a shadow box frame around it. It, it instantly looks more expensive, more chic. It's a good just tip, got isn't it? Truly. Yeah. yeah. Long have they got – what about like, like – To the ground. But to the ground and not – No you know, light can come through. No, no, no. It's got to have – I say just an – smidgen of a puddle because you don't want to see light coming under the curtain that looks cheap and on the subject of light lighting is so important isn't it so what do you say no overheads okay you can put a beautiful what do you mean no no down lights no down lights there's someone fluttering so you're a lamp you're doing a lamp queen as well god you sound like my sister Wendy she's a lamp girl I think one house I had 18 sets of lamps Wow. What house. about candles? Oh, yes. Of candles. Yes. Got to yeah. have candles. Especially, and yeah, beautiful Tudon 
French candles. They're stunning. Deb, did you buy for Cadbury's rugs at one stage? I think there was something with Florence. Um, oh, Broadhurst. Broadhurst. Oh, did you ever see I loved it. I just used to have her oh. um, in the kits too, and they'd have her fabrics from there. Just so beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cadbury's launched the rug mm-hmm. collection, yeah. and I was doing PR for them at the time. They were okay. my, one of my clients when yeah. I had Hutch. And I remember reading, you know, we were sort of doing her story before we did the launch, and I was just fascinated. I thought she didn't start creating wallpaper with her designs until she was 67 years so old. there we Isn't go. Everyone yeah. And I just thought, how yeah. amazing so people think is you're that? too old for things. No, I mean, no. Never the wrong and model. she just went, yeah, I'll start now. Why like, not? I, that blew me away. I knew yeah. she was older, yeah. but when, you know, mm. I read that because of you, mm. Deb, and I yeah. thought, that's so She's inspiring. In, she was inspiring. She was yeah. a great character. Hay didn't really start until mm. she was like in her late 60s. Yes. You know, mm. she's another that's one. That's true. So, so I think so never give up. What do you think, say, I actually interviewed Louise Hayes at once. Did you Yeah, she was gorgeous. It was when she did her first book. I think I reviewed it and she was just wonderful. She's changed the world a lot for so many people. So as far as ageing goes, like what's your take on that these days? Uh, I don't like getting older, I must have to be honest. I just the think aches and pains or the oh, no, you know, no, or just <laughs> sometimes you look at me. I think, can say that because I've got a new right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that's cracked up. <laughs> Nobody wants to get older, yeah. and I think if you stand still, you will age. You yeah, just you yeah. have so to be busy. busy. I love that, yeah, Mark, so Deb. You have yeah. to be busy. Well, there's also that the, going. that anecdote I've got about the nuns. I think they're in Sardinia, and yes. they they mm-hmm. always look at these centurions and. They were fascinated at how they were lasting that long and that they didn't seem to have Alzheimer's. And then I think when one of the nuns died, they did an autopsy and they said, oh, did she have dementia or whatever? And they said, no, 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 she was fine. And they said, well, her brain looked as if she had complete Alzheimer's. She had lots of scarring. She had everything. But she didn't show it. She didn't show yeah, it. That's and then they did. They said to the this group of nuns, look, do you mind if we... Look at your brains when you die, just for medical science, because mm-hmm. we're fascinated. We're mm. trying to work out this wow. whole aging thing. Mm. And what they discovered was they think, and they were all the same, they all had all the plaque and all everything happening. And they said it's because they were so busy and they were engaging with people and they're probably opening new pathways because if you keep doing new things, then you're, it's like the book, The Brain That Changes Itself. It's yes. fascinating got to read it. So try so new we'll, things, yeah, you definitely. know, whether you yeah, walk, walk a different way, drive a different way. way. Uh, even coming back to when she was saying about move house, wow. new street, new people, yeah. you know, yeah. new cafes, well, we, new whatever, something fresh. We better get to our yeah. signature questions with you oh, because yes. we'll just talk forever and ever. We would. Or your signature Okay, you go first, Nicole. Okay, we'll talk about age. Then what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self, Deb? Speaking of age, I love Back when you were 20, I think you are 19 when you Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I think I would have probably get get rid of people that I don't are decent people out of your life. I think what you've got to do is people have friends for years that they're just not good friends. They're not truly their friends. And I think you've got to. If I had the knowledge, the the wherewithal to know that person's not so nice. When you and were that, twenty, when I was twenty, yeah, let them slip get, away. Naturally. Let them slip oh, away. Yeah. Whereas I think when you're older, you do, you do. Yes, you think, definitely. Oh, I don't have it's time for this. People pleasing yep. thing, isn't it? Mm, I think it yes. comes to so many, which we've sort of got for yeah. so many people have yeah. that because you, you're too sort of frightened then to even sort of say, it's no, you true. can't do this. Well, you can't come to that party. There's more than a hundred people. At yeah, the party. always. Yeah. Yeah. everybody, everybody. Whereas yeah. you know, someone yeah. might not have had that right intention with you. Exactly. That's and that's a gift with age, isn't it? To be, you know, pick and choose. Say, look. 
or you know, like like nature. Some things organically die and fold away, and then beautiful mm. fresh garden. And there's ones that come along that Room are just new, beautiful oak mm. trees that, the that are the solid. New. They're like this one that. in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know. Actually, the other it's, thing too would be to always think: Should I do this or do that? Because I don't want any regrets. And I think sometimes I've, I wish I'd done a bit more for my father when he was, I was so busy working and I never thought that he was going to die. And then yeah. I think, oh, if only I'd just taken a month off work and looked after him, you know, and, oh, and, and I just didn't think he was at no, that stage. And no. so... Yeah, but he probably think... appreciated the fact that you were so busy and yeah. working. Yeah. I mean, I was still there, yeah. but, mm, but I yeah. should have actually said I'm not the old working. should have yeah the old yes. should have you know? and then when you know someone needs help don't think of yourself all the time you get mm. you get more endorphins and everything from helping than receiving definitely oh, yeah. it's a medical fact well, that you, you do mm. that yeah. you do so what's yeah. beautiful well, what about the back oh one, this is a groovy one yeah. no, if you had a choice of anyone in the world anybody Alive or dead, to meet over the back fence, down at the back fence. To meet. Who to would share, that be? Share a back fence yeah, with. who would that be? Who would you want to experience and why? that with? Pro- oh, probably the Dalai Lama to get his oh, wisdom oh. and forgiveness. Yeah, because oh. I'm not very forgiving. Oh, yeah. I'd love oh. to know, like to know yeah, how to forgive so people. Yeah. And he's really someone was telling me about he was on a plane one day and this baby just kept screaming and he just went up and picked the baby up and just said. And they must have known it was the Dalai Lama and let him. And he just walked up the aisle and the baby just went to sleep. Because oh, <laughs> he he would one. have so much. Amazing. Like amazing. And he's probably got a great there. sense of humour too. Mm. Well, humour. Yeah. So we're going to go yeah. and have a cup. Uh, yeah. We'll all have a cup of tea actually with him. We're not having a we'll wine have a with him. Tea. I think he <laughs> might have a little <laughs> sneaky little um, he, he probably, or something. He, I don't know. He might even enjoy a gin and tonic. You never know. I think he could too. I hope so. And just back to that full circle, the G&T, you know, like solves a little problems there, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> so true. Not too many. Just thank you so much for coming on today. <gasps> you really wonderful. have just so beautiful. Oh, You've wonderful. had the most incredible life and there's so much more ahead and yeah. I just love your attitude. Yeah. And, well, just, and gratitude too. Attitude yeah. and, and just gems yeah. of wisdom. Beautiful. But really, you're just a beautiful yeah. soul. Well, I, so thank yeah. you so oh, much. That's great. And thank everyone, you. Thank you for listening. Great, you great don't think about today. those things yeah. until someone asks you the questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much ahead of you too, I believe so. Well, so thanks for everyone listening. And, um, yeah, I want to go shopping for interiors now for sheer curtains, exactly. actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, back next Monday. Can't wait. We're, we can't <laughs> wait to have everyone on board one more time to Over the Back Fence. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> and don't forget to rate and review. And how many stars, Daddy? This week, <laughs> this week, why not 10 out of 5? 10 out of 5, okay. <laughs> I reckon reach for the stars, but thanks for listening and don't and forget follow to follow. Yes. That's so important. If you love the podcast, follow. Yep. Really appreciate it and look forward to chatting with you soon. 